following message is being transmitted at the request of the Boundless Pod Trap Movie Review and the guys of the BPT. What you are about to hear contains spoilers to movies. If you don't want to hear these spoilers, please disengage your listening device at this time. If you can't handle those with a possible differing view on a movie, you may also want to disengage your listening device at this time. Stay tuned for a movie review that only the guys at the Boundless Pod Trap can give you. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Welcome, everybody, to the BPT Movie Review. It's been a little while since we've done one that's not pre-recorded that we're actually recording. Full-length one. Yes. but said uh, full-length. Full-length. But I am Jeremy. I am going to be the one behind the reins for this episode tonight. Um, In so many words. With me, as always, are Lonnie and Justin. And we're ready to talk movie. Yeah. Buongiorno. Yeah. One movie. This movie I was in in 1987. Um, so should enjoy it. You were a night what? I was in this movie. You were in this movie. Yeah, I was credited as Lewis Tripp. Oh, uh, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna get, uh, jump straight into because Lonnie's in every single movie. I'm in every watch, movie so. we watch. You are. If, if but this movie, I'm so. credited as Lewis Tripp. I mean, we've been trying to do this movie for a while. We were supposed to record this like way back in September. Uh, I think it might have been August. I it don't was September, know. I think. September. Yeah, somewhere around there, but uh kept getting pushed off. I think this movie's cursed. <laughs> Real, it kind of is. Cursed. Real life happens. What? And uh, what it was. Well, I guess are we going to um get into this? Yeah. Let's do it. All right. What movie is this? All right. So the movie that we are going to be reviewing tonight uh. is your thing. You got to do the year. Oh no, no, just just do it. Home Alone. That's right. <laughs> I did a swerve ball. Folks. What? We no. are not doing the gate since oh. it's the Christmas season. We're doing the 1990 version of Home Alone. Hey, you fucker! I'm the one who does those. No, 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 no. So yeah, that's why I didn't want you to study too hard on your notes there, Justin. I wanted to pick a movie that I know we've all seen and we all know very well. I'm assuming you've seen this movie, Justin, and you know it very well. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. I mean, we talked about I, it on the last Christmas podcast. Favorite, I you, so. you, you seem like uh, I feel unprepared. This for is it what now. happens when you surprise him. He's like a deer. He's just stuck I, there now. He unwrapped the paper for me, and like I have no. I feel like this is a movie that we could talk about. So wait a minute! I'm pissed off. We don't get to talk about the fucking gate. I've been waiting for months. To talk <laughs> so we're putting about the it off. Damn gate! We're putting it off for four more weeks. <gasps> no, no. It's, it's all its shadow. Is that what you're saying? It's going to be longer than that. Or months. Next October, the gate. And yeah. who knows? I, I feel like next October will be the gate. But it's just it's not it's not <laughs> Halloween anymore. It was whole supposed to be for that. Let's try to keep with the times here and let's go with uh, in 1990 Home Alone. Well, I mean, this like isn't the times. The season, I mean, so. it's newer than 1987's The Gate. This is true. It is true. So let me uh, read this. Well, actually, yeah, I'll read the synopsis and then we will give our uh, what we uh, rank this movie. So when bratty eight year old Kevin McAllister acts out the night before a family trip to Paris. His mother makes him sleep in the attic. 
After the McAllisters mistakenly leave for the airport without Kevin, he awakens to an empty house and assumes his wish to have no family has come true. But his excitement sours when he realizes that two con men plan to rob the McAllister residence and that he alone must protect the family home. So let's start with uh, you, Justin. What's your rank from uh, it's one to ten, one being it's a shitty movie, five, it was a movie, it was good, nothing bad, it's good, and ten means it's an extraordinary movie. You know, uh, this one kind of, since I was pretty much McColgy Colgan's age range growing up, I mean, I gravitated towards this as like something I can, it's like, wow, that that's totally me. If that was me, you know, like, I think it made me, in a sense, creatively paranoid, like, if ever there is a situation, like, you know how you are as an adult, like, you go into a restaurant, you like to put your back towards the wall and face the door just in case something happens. And then, like, you have all these, like, MacGyver things that you can do around your household. I don't know. It, it crept into me. It's, it is it is a part of me, I guess, Home Alone. It's not the perfect movie, but I have to probably maybe put it at a... Uh, this is going off the cup because I'm not really putting too much thought process into this as we normally do a review, but... I'm just going to put it high at 9.5. Jesus. Wow. Pretty good. Justin with his, I don't really like this movie. It's not that great. 100. See, I like this because this is catching us off guard. And I honestly didn't know that I was going to do this until probably about an hour. Catching us off guard like two robbers coming in. Yep. And I've booby trapped this office. How old were you guys? How old were you guys when you realized that the cop was uh, Joe Pesci? Joe Pesci. (laughs) I have a meme of that that I like to put up. So, Lonnie. Funny how. So, this is my fifth favorite Macaulay Culkin movie, which... <laughs> no. Yeah. What's your other four? First one, Jacob's Ladder. Second one, The Good Son. Third, My Girl. Fourth, Saved. And then Home Alone. Oh. I thought you were going to have Home Alone 2 above this, but... Nah, nah, man. It's got Donald Trump in it. Fuck that guy. <laughs> That's that the mis- whole reason. That misogynist fuck sending little kids off to their doom. He was the only one who helped him. Down the hall and to the left. Did he, though? Did he yeah. really help him? He did. Plus, I mean, you know, he got the pigeon lady. Is it, is it really helping someone, a little child, when you're like, yeah, it's a little child. Go wander around that way by yourself in this yes. big hotel room. And then he checked them out after he in told them In New to York. Go. Yeah. Think about how many life skills. <laughs> go to room 217, you'll find. Oh, fuck. I mean. <laughs> Think of how many life skills little McAllister picked up on the way. Yeah. He learned how to connect. To grab her by the pussy. <laughs> I don't think he grabbed a pigeon lady, but she grabbed him by his pussy. Yeah. What? So, Lonnie, this is your fifth favorite Macaulay Culkin <laughs> My movie. My fifth favorite, so it takes it down a couple notches. I'd give it a six. Wow. We're just going right into it. For me, this is one of my favorite, uh, I was going to say Halloween movies, one of my favorite <laughs> Christmas movies. It's not the top one, but it's one that I watch numerous times. My niece, who is five years old, is really getting into this movie this year we've watched it several times but yeah it's it's a fun family movie and it's one of those family movies where back in the day they actually made a movie that both kids could enjoy and adults could enjoy yeah i mean they even dropped the the word shit in it and it's just look what you did you little that's that's not it no it's when uh marv sticks his foot through the uh dog dog door and they don't even have a dog and then the uh, his shoe door, falls out and you hear him outside go shit and then he reaches in and grabs it. It's like you can't get away with that nowadays. But to me, but he lost his shoe. He got it back. Yeah, but he got it. But he lost it at first, yeah. so it was necessary. Yeah. Well, anyways, so uh, 
I'm going to give this movie, it's going to be higher up there too. I am going to give it a nine. And our, what's the uh, average, Justin? Usually you tally that up. Uh, I did, but eight, I didn't. Should be an 8.25. Give or take. That's a BPT rating of 8.5. Stupid. Well, <laughs> welcome to the club. All right. So that's not too bad. That's one of our higher ones here. So let's delve into this movie. Now, this movie, um, when I, I'm going to ask you guys this. When you think of Home Alone, what do you think of, what's the first thing you think of when somebody says Home Alone? Manslaughter. <laughs> yeah. Like the most popular thing in the movie that I, people recreate to this day. I think the thing that when I see Home Alone that I think of the most, there's two. It would be the aftershave scene. Aftershave, yeah. Exactly. The, ah! Yeah. And then the other thing about this movie that sticks in my head is the fucking house. Yeah. Like how could they afford this on a one salary that's a question that somebody put up on a meme. There was like, you know, the older I get, the more I watch this and I see the house and that like 11 kids. Peter McAllister is able to afford to take his whole family and his brother's family to Paris. Paris. Yeah. It's just, just like, think of oh. the taxes, you know, tax season. Ooh, you get a lot. With, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, here's the thing about this movie. That I also think of Yak back. Yak back. That was in part two. Same and thing. That was a talk boy. Talk boy. Same thing. Yak back. That's it's not, the, that's if you the, Google yak back, you're not going to get a that. talk boy. <laughs> Sometimes. Depends on which just Indian like, eBay you're, you're on. Just got to make sure you have the S at the end of Navy jobs. Uh, yes. But I mean, this movie, like I, I was getting at with that is that to this day, people young, old, they still do the thing where they put their hands on the sides of their face and do the screaming like he does. I do that to other people. I know you put do. Put my hands on their that's face. That's how you say hello out. to us. And it's weird. It's usually do your butt cheeks. I'm screaming yeah, in your asshole. But a lot of people, too, also quote that Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. Yeah. Um, Which is a quote from another movie that they use in this movie but th- to that, quote. But that's a movie. It was a they fake ma- movie. It was a fake movie so, they made specifically really? yeah. for this Oh, cool. Movie. So, okay. Was it something snakes or whatever? It was, oh, I forget the name of it. If only I had a device. Are you looking it up? Yeah. The one thing about this movie that I love. As Angels an, with filthy souls. Yes. That I love watching as an adult is like all the plot holes in it. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I discussed one when we were talking about it. Like, we were talking about, fuck, what was it? Whose topic was that? It doesn't matter anyways. So when they're making their I plan outside the go. window and Kevin McAllister kind of hear him. He should have called the cops then, but he never did. He just devised this whole plan. It's like, you know, they were talking about how, like, the phone, you know, lines were down, but he ordered pizza. It's like there were so yeah. many things that oh, were yeah. messed up with this. Well, the first one to me is, okay, so in the middle of the night when they're all sleeping, the power goes out and it turns off the resets alarm everything. clock yeah. and resets it. I don't know about you guys, but even when I was younger and when I was older too, the night before a vacation, there was at least somebody who you didn't slept? sleep. You, yeah, you were anxious. You yeah. were excited. Yeah. Who the fuck? You're like, I'm yeah. about to get on a plane. I'm going to yeah. sleep on the plane. I'm yeah. going to you die. Know? You're telling me Wait, a, a house me? full of like 20 people. And all of them had their single, bedtimes. Yeah, all of them slept in. I don't know what he does for a living, but apparently it's not getting up early. Even the bedwetter <laughs> didn't get up to, well, I guess he's a bedwetter, so. I mean, I, I just know, like, yeah, nobody ever slept. So that was, that's the first plot hole that I'm like, hmm, I don't think that would really happen. Well, and another thing is like. The pizza guy, the pizza guy didn't report anything after he thought he got shot at. There was no investigation. No. Nope. It's Chicago. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, if you don't get shot at, it's a good shot day. at. But when, okay, so when she realizes that he's not there and she calls the police, the police attitude towards her, like when she explains, 
we're in Paris. My son is at home alone. And they're just like, and you want us to go to the house just to check on him? It's your fucking job, dude. Like, right. you're, you're, what, what are you there for? I know you're eating. But it's the dinner. holidays. And then when the cop gets there and he rings the doorbell and he's just like, there's no one home. The house is secure. You tell check the to, front door. Tell them to count their kids again. That's some fine policemanship right there. Uh, we're in Paris. I think we know we're missing one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tell them to count their kids. Oh, it, never mind. He's here. It's the cute one. Yeah. But um, how old were you guys when this movie came out? I was it came out in ninety, so I was six. I was five. I was I was seven, going on eight. Did you booby oh, trap? You. Did you, did you booby trap your house? I did. I used to, man. That was one of the things I loved about like there was a topic you wanted to do for like the toys and stuff. That's kind of be. I'm gonna slip this in here. So like a lot of the spy toy brands, I forget the exact name. I have to look it up, but. You know, like little traps and stuff that will, once it makes contact, it makes a little sound. It's like these little cardboard things that you can create yourself. I used to rent, rent. I used to check out books from the library that was all about like DIY stuff of, of homemade traps and stuff. And I was put on a list. And <laughs> <laughs> and I bet you they all had to do with PVC pipe and, and hell yeah, and, it'll and work. Screws because the screws are falling out. <laughs> I was fucking terrified of this movie when I was young. Like, just the concept of people breaking into your house. Like, the fear of being left alone is bad enough, but the fear of being left alone, knowing that there's a serial robber going around, and then you get left at home. Well, if I associated it with uh, Harry and Marv, I wasn't afraid. I'm a like Jew. I'm a Jew, so I'm always scared that my shit's going to get stolen. <laughs> when people start breaking into your house and... Pulling people up, like I, I understand it. <laughs> yeah, there's only so many cupboards and cabinets, and <laughs> yeah. attics you can well, hide in. No bookshelf. <laughs> I, okay, so they came back at nine o'clock that night. That they were breaking in when he knew. Yeah. Kevin. Okay, so it's Chicago, December. So it gets dark at, we'd say probably around five o'clock yeah, there as well. Four forty-five, five o'clock. Okay, yeah. so he, we know that he was at the church and it was dark outside. So we know that it was after five o'clock. Yeah, and he arranged his entire house in the nearly three to four hours. Mm-hmm, and it was extensive stuff. And then the other thing on It top- will take him all week just to clean his room. Yeah, but then after everything and the mess that he made, and I mean, it was probably, it had to be after like 10, 30, 11 o'clock when the police and everybody came and whatnot. Between, let's say, 11 o'clock and the next morning, he was able to clean all that shit up. Before his mom got home and his family got home? Not all of it. Except for the tooth and Buzz's room. Buzz's room was... I, and I bet that the pigeon lady helped. Or she not the pigeon lady. She wasn't. The old, old man. Mally? No, because in... He was with his family. In, in, he actually robbed them. In less than 12 hours, the old man was able to call his son and reconcile and then have them over the next morning. I think he just forgot he already done that. Oh. He's I, just an old man. And what about when he first approaches Kevin at the store and he slams his bloody hand? Bloody on hand the, like, yeah. why would he do that? If he was a nice guy, why wouldn't he be like, you're my neighbor, right? I, don't you? I don't know about you guys, but when I get old, my main focus is going to be to scare the shit out of children. He can't feel his hands anymore, so it's <laughs> cold. That's some uh, goal you have wins. there. Hey, but if, if I'm not going to, who's going to? They're going to get all soft and not be scared of anything. I I don't know. I, well, the thing about this movie that sucks is like it doesn't work nowadays. But yet they did make a new one called Home Sweet Home Alone. Which yeah, I started watching this past weekend with my family. I think we were ten minutes into it, and we're all like, 
the fuck is this shit? It was just <laughs> like, it's the worst acting. I feel like they're just like pulled random people off the street and like, uh, you want to be in a movie? And then it's the overacting of like, type stuff. And it, it, that doesn't seem to work these days anymore, at least doesn't. not on a, a popular scale. Well, you know, Home Alone, if this happened nowadays, it would just be the mom would be like texting him. Hey, you home? Yeah, cool. <laughs> that's that's all the movie would be. But my favorite line in this movie that even as like, I still think it's the funniest shit just because of the look on um, Marv's face when he says it is after Kevin does the zip line from the house to the tree house and they're looking at him. He's like, Hey, I'm going to call the cops. And then he takes off and Marv's like, let's go. And he's just like, why? He's like, he's going to call the cops. And then, and then <laughs> Harry's like from a tree house. <laughs> and just the look on Marv's face, like it's, it's classic, but nowadays you can't get away with that one because everybody has cell phones and all he would have to say is Alexa, call the cops. And they listen to the whole thing. And yeah. So your ring doorbell got you falling down some stairs. What's your guys is like, what's your favorite part of this movie? So a lot of the traps, a lot of the gadgets are fun. Looking through this cast now, like a lot of it, you don't realize back in the day cause they were kids and buzz is in the new one. Buzz yeah. is in the new one. I didn't know Fuller was Macaulay Culkin's actual brother. Yep. Yeah. I didn't know that, but yeah, great acting overall. I think my favorite scene in this would probably be, I don't know. The red herring of the, the old guy being bad, but he's actually the hero. I think they overdid it in the second one. They made it kind of obvious. But Wasn't there the devil in this too? John Candy was the devil? Yes. <laughs> I figured you were going to bring some, that up, that yeah. whole thing. Go delve into that. Well, she said something like, what, what did she say? She'll give I her would soul, sell my soul, soul to the devil himself. Yeah, and then right behind her, that's when John Candy's like, hey. What's up? You, know, you, you want to get in the back of a van and have a... <laughs> With a bunch of guys. Yeah. Well, it's because he already lost a fiddle contest. He had to get another band. Right. So, best polka band. And What was the name of the, their polka band? Uh, the Five Crazy Santas. I don't know. What was it? I forget. I don't remember. <laughs> I was thinking <laughs> if you guys did. Is there a, is that, this is trivia? What was it? Gus. Gus Polinski. I, wonder, I don't know if he does say the name of their band. The Big Fiddle Band? I thought he did say it. The Kenosha Kickers. That's yeah. it. Yes. Kiss me. Oka poka. Oka. You know, another thing about that scene is when she's standing in line, there's a lady behind her and then there's a guy behind her. People say that that guy behind her is Elvis Presley. That's what I hear. And you know, you look at it and it's because he has a beard and it's like, no. he's never in focus. He's always just a little bit out of focus. And it's, it's kind of like, like the Sasquatch. Holy cow. Maybe he, he's just actually blurry nowadays. He <laughs> he does look like he does look like he could be Elvis. But yeah. I looked that guy up and I found him on Facebook and no, he doesn't look anything like Elvis, but in the movie he did. Yeah. This movie stars the the late John Hurd. Yeah. Yeah, he just what was it last year or 2 years ago he just passed? 2017. That long ago? Wow. I actually I mean I've been catching back up with Sopranos and just watching he just offed himself in that. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoilers. So since we're doing this one kind of off the cuff. Catherine O'Hare was in this movie too. Yep. She was the mama. The girl that played Heather, Kristen Minter. I'm on IMDb and holy crap. She looks super, super hot. Calm yourself. Let's let's take a goose and a gander here. Yeah, well, she was. I mean. She was in there. My thing too, and this is in both Home Alone 1 and Home Alone 2. Why is Uncle Frank such a dick fuck to Kevin? Because he's an uncle. Yeah. I'm an uncle, and I would never treat my nephews or my niece that way. I think he... Like, did you see those kids, though? 
There was a theory that he was the one who was kind of behind the whole thing because maybe he like owed some money and he was trying to pay back and like he made a phone call and that's when Harry and Marv were into it. What would that have to do with if he owed money like they're he's selling his brother out to have him killed? Yeah. Well, I don't know about killed, at least robbed. Because I mean, I'm pretty sure he's got homeowners insurance and everything will be replaced. But, you know, I don't know. He seems pretty like a cheap ass. That's what you think. You're what the French called les incompetents or les incompetents. <laughs> what? See, you're still quoting yeah. the movie nowadays. I'm not. You probably say that all the time to your daughters. <laughs> okay, let's put let's put let's if you were in that scenario, you as Crystal, the as, as the parents. If you, Crystal, and Zora and Maya were going to go on a uh, a vacation and you got to your destination in another country and you realized I don't have my family. Maya me. wasn't there. What would you do? She'll be all right. She- <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to prove it. She's a warrior. Because I have booked a vacation for you, Crystal, and Zora. Oh. So let's talk about, we kind of talked about the theory about the devil a little bit, mm-hmm. but let's get into some of this movie actually has quite a few crazy theories in it. Let's hear them. That old man. Mally. McMally. Yeah. Is actually Harley. Kevin from the future, like sent back to save him. He, he kind of looks like him. he knows where to be at the perfect time. He knows exactly what to say at the perfect time. If you put his picture up against current day, McCulloch Colgan. Colgan. Yeah. He's having a stroke. <laughs> Another one is that Kevin McAllister is actually Jigsaw. Like, this is a prequel. I've heard that one. A yeah, prequel to That's Saw. a pretty fun one. I like that one. He definitely ramped yeah. it up. These sorts of movies where, like, the it comes off as all fun and games. But, like, for both of them, the first one and the second one, a lot of those injuries, there was a video I watched a while back where it's, like, uh, a doctor was going over the injuries. I'm like, nope, like paint can to the face. Like that's a cranial fracture. Like they're not getting back up. <laughs> well, yeah, Harry and Marv are like the toughest motherfuckers uh, out there. It's like you're falling two stories straight onto your back. You know, that's in the second one or the rocks, the bricks coming down like that would kill you. Yeah. Yeah. Anything for one story that could possibly kill you, you know, but, well, the flamethrower to fucking, yeah. I mean, that might not kill you, but you would at least get more burns than what is no, exposed. No, but where the fuck did they have a flamethrower? It's in the garage. Yeah. Oh, oh it makes it's, sense. It's Chicago. It's, yeah, Chicago. You got to clean the walk somehow. Here's another theory that Kevin McAllister was actually dead the whole time, and it's his ghost that's left in the house, and his mother has PTSD thinking they forgot the child because his dad doesn't care about him at all. It's the mom who's always freaking out about the kid. And he's he's a ghost, and he's fucking with them by leaving traps. And, like, so he actually saves the family, but as a ghost. That one's a reach. I don't know about that one. Yeah, that, I don't. That one, because the dad cares. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. Wait, when does he care in this movie? Name one instance where dad cares about Kevin in this movie. Uh, Getting his family back home? Yeah. No, mom did. I, dad so didn't give two shits. She pushed Dad it, was like, he was we're still in Paris. To. No, he never no, did. That, <laughs> that was the uncle. <laughs> he, well, yeah. He wasn't trying to, like, I mean, he was trying to keep his wife calm because she was just out of it. The only really interactions in the movie with him are him giving okay. Kevin are shit. You, are you so, like, for this theory? Did you leave this theory on, on Google? Is that why you're defending it so Oh, much? all these theories I'm coming up with are off Google. Uh, I'm, I'm just reading what people are saying, but it makes sense to me. It's on the internet. It has to be true. That's true. Mm. This is what we call a lawntism. <laughs> 
Well, there's some others. Kevin's dad was uh, a mobster. A mobster, yep. A gang leader. That's how they could afford the house. If that was the case, I feel like Kevin would know that, and he would just make one call to his father, even though the phone lines are down, but he can use the same way he ordered pizza, whatever. Would, would you, though? Would you? Well, I wouldn't. Uh, mm. The other one, the McAllisters are a cult. That one, I mean, mm. Because it's such a large family under the same roof. The only outside interaction they have is with, with Mr. O'Malley or O'Malley when Buzz is talking about him and he's a murderer. It's like very... So like anybody from the outside world, they're shunning. Hmm. Okay. I don't think it really does anything positive or negative if it is such. But what, what else was there with that whole cult theory? That's really... That was really the only one... It was pretty simple. Like you can see it because it's just their family interacting with each other, but it's also condensed into less than two hours. So. Yeah, it's a, with the, with fearing even Harry dressed up as a cop and the pizza delivery guy and having shown to have no friends outside of their family, the McAllisters might just be a cult. Let's go this way. What would you do in Harry and Marv's position? How would you get away with it? Just murder him. Okay. I think that's what they were trying to do, but... <laughs> no, they were biting off his finger. Oh. <laughs> I wish the neighbor guy would have just let him bite one finger off. It would have been a completely different movie. Oh, God. <laughs> Explain that one to your kids after you watch it. Uh, it's uh, a... shovel. To the face! It's a... Uh, I would have it's just... It's interpreted. I would have, when I realized that he wasn't going to let me into that, like, was it really worth all their efforts to try to get into that house? Absolutely not. Like what they had, to, it, they had a nice house, but yeah. if you look and at they their, had a list, you look at the shit in their house. Like there's nothing that really looked no. worthy of stealing. I, I would have been like next one. Uh, who cares? Yeah. Yeah, like, they had a whole list and they were wasting all their time on the one that's possibly occupied. If, yeah, it's like fuck this. If go I on. if I was them, Come and back you, you were asking what I would do when I realized like fuck this ain't happening, or I burned my fucking hand on the doorknob, or I got staples in my dick. This kid ain't letting us in. Burn the fucking house down. Right. Like he would have to come out eventually. Fuck that. Yeah. Just start it on fire, and you one in the front yard, one in the backyard. When he comes out, just one in the chest, two in the boom. Head. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares at that point? Yeah. Just they weren't armed with anything but crowbar. <laughs> True. I feel like a crowbar. It's a lot more swift, easier to wield than a shovel. You could have done a little bit more defense with that old man Marley. Yeah. Well, I don't know. They. I guess they weren't the smartest criminals. He was brutal as. No other. But then again, he's got that old man strength too. He's working. Let's get you home. Yeah. Which is carrying down a, a a freaking garbage can of salt everywhere. It's like, man, it's really good for your buys. Well, and I, that's another thing too. Like, okay, so they came and the police and arrested Marvin Harry. The house was flooding and all this stuff. The neighbors would they have not still been like taking there in the morning? To, yeah, there in the morning taking. And, and I witnesses. think even and, even that, like, they would have probably held. Kevin overnight. You yeah. Know? They wouldn't yeah. just, oh, okay, go back to your empty home. <laughs> <You know? laughs> He's fine. Go, go count, <laughs> go count your family. <laughs> One. Uh, One. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I feel bad for uh, Joe Pesci. Oh, yeah, coming yeah. from Goodfellows and then going straight into Home Alone. It's like you played an amazing villain. Guess what you won? But the thing is, is like, I bet you he really enjoyed this movie. Obviously he did, or he wouldn't have done a fucking second one. I bet he got paid very handsomely for this movie. Probably. But I mean, this is like something he's never really done before this character. It's like, you still need to be a bad guy, but it's more slapsticky. Yeah. I mean, he had a little bit with, you know, my cousin Vinny, but 
That I was that was way far. after. Yeah. yeah, I just kind of want to know what he was like on set because I feel like he was dropping f bombs galore in front of the kids. <laughs> like, you want me to fucking what? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, forget about it. Forget about it. And what's uh, what's his funny? Name? How how am I funny? The other like guy, I amuse you, uh, uh, David Stern, Stern? Daniel yeah. Stern. Daniel Stern, yeah. He was fucking perfect. Yeah. I think those two together were cast perfectly. He, he's the only other movie I can think about with him is that one where, uh, what is it? You can't he gets, think of it. I can't even think of the name, but he that gets movie his, I can think of. What is it? His uh, lips glued to the steering wheel, and he was like the bad guy in that. Uh, I don't know. Like the only other thing that I sounds remember, like Home Alone. The only other thing I remember him in was Rookie of the Year. Oh yeah, yeah. he was in Rookie. He was in Chud. Yeah, he was the Reverend in Chud. Hot ice. You heat up the ice. <laughs> He's, oh yeah, uh, he was Wonder Year. Oh, he was in Little Monsters as well. I just watched yeah, Little Monsters. Yeah. He was in Celtic Pride. He was in a movie called Bushwhacked or something. Bushwhacked. Like that. That's the one I'm thinking of. Camp Counselor. Yeah, and he gets yeah. glued to the steering wheel. He's. We just named like 30 movies. <laughs> he was in that <laughs> he was one. In other one movie. of these. Uh... But yeah, I okay. So if they were to recast back then, 90s, we'll say. If they were to pick two other people to pay, play Harry and Marv besides Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern. Robert De Niro and <laughs> David, uh, wow, David, uh, fuck it. Uh, what? David Schwimmer? No, not. Uh, uh, Spade? Spade, thank you. Oh, my God. <laughs> Chris Farley and David Spade. <laughs> I could see I could see Jeff Daniels being a good Marv. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, oh yeah. I like Robert De Niro. Like uh, D- Danny DeVito would be a good Harry. <laughs> <laughs> and you his, think it was chaos his, on set his with wife, Joe Pesci? His wife Mona or whatever could be <laughs> could be Marv. <laughs> Actually, what are those twins? Uh the bodybuilding twins who did like eighties <laughs> um they were they're like the babysitter, the, the bodybuilder babysitters. What the fuck is going on in I your, didn't start in watching your world so much later than 1990. What? Your childhood had to be something else. <laughs> the I twin have... sitters. Uh, fuck. Mary Kay and Ashley Olsen. <laughs> yeah, they would have been awesome. Peter and David Falcone. Oh. Let me see. I still, that was, Falcone that was, brothers. That was a yeah. very, yeah. Uh, I, just I had, don't know. I just had a good duo, and you made me fucking lose it with the bodybuilding babysitters. <laughs> no, but you thought I thought of another person that would be good for uh, Marv, Bob Saget. Bob Saget would be a good Bob one. Saget. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it's cheesy, but Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd. Hey, uh, I don't <laughs> think Bill Murray has. Uh, well, that's my, I think Bill Murray would be a good Harry. That was my Dan Aykroyd. For question. the, I don't know. Dan, Dan Aykroyd. For the action, I guess that's needed. I think he's a very Do you think they did their own stuff? So, just so you know, <laughs> if Dan Aykroyd played Harry, this is how he would say a line. And I'm telling you guys right no, now. No, Dan Aykroyd would be Marv by no, far. Dan Aykroyd is Dan Harry Aykroyd's in Harry in your head. So this is, and when I do this impression of Dan Aykroyd saying the line. <laughs> is it as bad I as I want you to know that in my head, I sound exactly like <laughs> Dan Aykroyd. Is this going to be so, yours? <laughs> so, so, so here we go. We know that you're in there, and that you're it's, all alone. It's not that bad. Yeah. From the city, state, and county of Chicago. I think I like that Please one Please exit your domicile immediately and henceforth to the latest old man's house Arp. so you can be robbed post-haste. Prepare for it. Do, do all. So our new thing is Dan Aykroyd now. Is like, I can't do it. We know that you're in there. <laughs> 
I would say Marv could be Schwarzenegger. <coughs> um, and Danny DeVito. And Danny DeVito. Okay, yeah. Bill, Mar- what's a, what's a, a Marv quote? We got the, the twin part. sitters. We got the twins. We got, uh, I'm trying to think of a Marv quote that Bill Murray would say. Oh, let's get down here and see if there's any. It's Santa Claus. Santa Claus. <laughs> Oh, Why the hell are you dressed like a chicken? <laughs> <laughs> Bill Cosby and Kid Rock. <laughs> <laughs> we know what's in there, and that's you're all alone. <laughs> please well, exit, it's it's please exit to the closest facility so we can rob your sauce. <laughs> well, oh, okay. have some crystal vodka. And I was just going back to, where are you? You little <laughs> creep. <laughs> Kids are scared of the dark. <laughs> We're no longer the <laughs> we're no longer the wet bandits. We're the sticky bandits. <laughs> oh god dang, what happened here? All the great ones leave their mind. <laughs> that was horrible. Who is that? That was Gilbert like, Goffrey. <laughs> I'm gonna say Mama Fratelli from Goonies. <laughs> Very specific. Oh my gosh. All right, what what else we got? I don't know, oh. man. We got so far off track there. Oh, man. I don't know what's going on. Here. I don't either. But it's, uh, this is better than what the gate would have been. <laughs> I'll tell you that right so, now. It's a good primer. So let's get into this movie and talk about, uh, if you haven't seen this movie, man, we've fucking lost you at this point. But <laughs> <laughs> Or they paused us to go watch it. To go watch it. Oh, my it. gosh. And if you did, um, it's better you than Macaulay Culkin a quarter. But... Uh, <laughs> So they break into the house. He sets up a bunch of traps. Did you ask what favorite trap was? No, I did not. What the, What was your favorite trap? Ooh man. See, I'm I'm starting to like mix ones together from part two. So I got to really think about part one. I don't know. I would say probably as generic as it is, probably the paint cans. Because you could imagine doing it to somebody. Yeah. And that would hurt like a bitch. Yeah. Like the doctor said, cranial fracture or whatever. I mean that, man. The Christmas ornaments, the way that they make them now, it's like very thin and fragile. Like you oh, know, just just touching yeah. it wrong will break. But, but back, back in then, the day, they were much more oh. crisp, kind of like cars. They should have used those in more like death matches. Yeah, yeah, like kumites. Put it I, in your. I dip your hands in the glue yeah. with the think, Christmas ornaments. I actually, you know, I take that back. The paint can one is not my favorite. Is it the tarantula? I, I like no. I like. The paint stairs. The tar on the stairs with the nail because it's oh, just like, oh, man. Yeah. That, took oh, some, that one actually oh. got me. You have to take think of, like, that took some thought because you're making it so he has to take his shoes off and his socks off. And he had it just at that Why do you right. keep going, though? Like, you should be able to see the steps after you get stuck the first one and he kept going. Yeah, and well, plus, like, you need a specific... A remover just to remove it. Yeah. Well, it's but. just like you, you would have seen that because you're, you're eye level with the fucking stairs and where that nail would have been at. So like you said, why would you keep going? Same thing when he goes in the window and stuff like that. He didn't even bother to look down. Yeah. Like he did. It's just. And he just jumped in. Yeah. I got you now. Ah! No. I think my favorite is the the hot door handle. Yeah. That burns the M in his hand. And I like how that came back in part two. Right. When you see the, the only continuity besides yeah. Macaulay Culkin. I think one of my favorites, because I really liked the whole setup with Treehouse. I never had a Treehouse growing up. Uh, boo for me. But we can uh, make one here. Sweet. Thank you. Get yeah. some pallets, set them up. Let's do it. All right. But like you see it coming a mile away. But when he, you know, takes the gardener, clips, cuts it, and then they both just like fall. It's like, yeah, it's not that far up, but it's still. 
Well, well, fuck. And yeah. that's not that that rope would have sagged to, once their bo- both their right. body weight was on it. They would have it would have sagged to the where they could have like probably touched the ground. <laughs> I mean, there's no way Kevin's bungee Kevin's cord. that strong that he tied it. Made that. it taut. Yeah, you put a little stick around it. You turn it. So you can keep it. Well, if he's jigsaw, then yes. Yeah. That like I've bought brand new hedge clippers that can't even fucking cut a twig. How is those hedge clippers that one sharp? clip through a rope? Because he thinks of everything. He sharpened it. He got his, what, 900 grain sharpening uh, stone. And If his dad's part of the mafia, his dad trained him well. So is Kevin a vegetarian? No. He eats pizza. Cheese pizza. Cheese pizza. That's why he throws a fit. That's what started all. And then Buzz he has eats mac, his pizza. And then he has mac cheese and cheese. Is, cheese is cow product? Yeah, that's why I said vegetarian. Oh, same thing. Yeah, he never once ate meat. No. That we know of. Well, not until the... I'm a black or white music video. <laughs> what? Ah, uh, that was a Michael Jackson. Yeah. I get it. I get uh, it. Hot damn! From the man. Hot take. Have you that guys? Was his, that was his lyric in there. Have you guys? Oh man, Michael Jackson, seen seen that, criminal, that with the jungle. Show on Netflix, the movies that made us. Yes, yeah. I started watch, watching season two. Did you watch the one on Home Alone? I haven't watched that one. Fantastic, yet, no. probably my favorite one. This movie was filmed. Was it was all the in, interiors were filmed. In a high school. Nice. The uh, When they flood the basement of the neighbor's house, that gym. was built in the pool of the school. Nice. That's awesome. In the um, pool of the school. Yeah. But yeah, the exteriors were all in Chicago. I actually, There's pictures of me on my Facebook. We uh, went to a wrestling show in Chicago and we decided, you know what? We're going to go on a John Hughes filming location thing one day. And we went to the Home Alone house, the church that was in Home Alone the building that used to be the school of the breakfast club, which is now like an FBI place. Sounds uneventful. The Dennis, the menace neighborhood from the 1993 or whatever, Dennis, the menace. And then the uncle buck house. All these locations are within like 15, 20 minutes of each other. Cause John Hughes had a thing for that area. Yeah, There should have been like a, it would have been an awesome like Easter egg. If like, Christopher Lloyd met up with like Harry Marv. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just stood there yeah. and go, <laughs> the fuck are you? <laughs> but yeah, I, I highly recommend watching the uh, Home Alone movies that made us. That's But if, you, if you're a listener and you haven't seen Home Alone, which if that's the case, I don't know how you're alive. Yeah. But watch the movie and then watch the movies that made us because it's there's a lot of amazing things and i think they even go until one point where they talk about like other people that were supposed to be cast in the movie and it's like i don't know if it's because you've seen the movie you've loved this movie your whole life and you just know the the people that pay but it's just like some of the people they named i'm like there's no way that these people would have played those parts do you have any examples i don't that's what i'm saying but i i know that that's one thing that they talk a lot in the movies that made us I'm sure Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is always like your go-to up Hollywood. for a role yeah. in something. There's like he would have uh, been like 25 playing yeah, yeah. McAllister. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like he's always in something. It's like oh, uh, Little Orphan Annie was going to be played by Tom Cruise, and are you doing some investigative? Work? I'm trying to find, but I can't. So why he like why he's looking? Uh, written by the late great John Hughes. What's your favorite John Hughes movie? Because there's so many classics John Hughes has made. Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club. 100%. That movie, that is one that's on my list to review down the road sometime. Yeah. And that's one movie that should never, ever, ever be remade. I'm surprised you didn't say Uncle Buck, but. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, we went through this whole entire episode that Uncle Buck 
is prevalent in, and no one's fucking mentioned Uncle Buck once. Just now we did. Way to go, Justin. Yeah, you're a champion. I uh, did it. I finally did it. Weird Science was my favorite. I, love I weird loved Science. Weird Science. I mean, is there really a bad John Hughes movie out there? Let's see what I got him up here. He flubber. Well, okay. Oh, no. Yeah. It's- he made Beethoven. Beethoven. Oh, man. He's got quite the freaking list here. Yeah. Hotel Hell Vacation. Man, he did a lot. Yeah. But his first big movie was Mr. Mom with Hulk Hogan. That was Hulk Hogan. Mr. Mom? Mr. Was it? Yeah. No, that's, no, uh, that's, that's uh, Michael Keaton, I thought. Yeah, Michael Keaton is Jack. Yeah, you're right. What am I thinking of? Urban you're, Commando. <laughs> yeah, Suburban Commando. Suburban Commando. The original Pacifier, that's what that is. Was was <laughs> Christopher Lloyd in that movie, Suburban Commando? Was he the dad of the family? I wouldn't doubt it. We're solely getting off topic. Ferris Bueller is another is fantastic. Yeah. Ferris Bueller. He has so many classics, it's hard to say. The Great Outdoors and Uncle Buck. Those are two movies, one right after the other. Thank you. Pretty in Pink. Amazing movie. One yeah. of the most racist movies. <laughs> Dutch. Is there anything in, in Home Alone that could get it erased from history? Cancer, cancel culture. Uh, maybe like from the child f- neglect. From the second one. <laughs> Just yeah. because of what Lonnie brought up earlier, but it's oh, yeah. culturally denying other holidays because they mostly just focus on Christmas. So I don't think like, they care about that, especially not in not in America. Are you kidding? Tell you what, if they ever not cancel America. Home Alone, then this world is not worth worth it anymore. <laughs> I could see somebody talking about how it's teaching kids to be violent towards people and to use their toys to hurt and harm others. It's like that's well, what they're there for. It's a movie. Maybe you should explain to your kids it's a movie. You've never walked in a, on a Lego at night. You mean they have to parent? What are you yeah. talking about? God knows they don't do that. There's so many night. times where you hear like a something in the news about like a, a kid getting hurt. It's like, well, where was the parent? It's like, well, the parent was probably used in the restroom or something like that. You can't have eyes on the kids at all times, nice. let alone how many? 13 kids? 11. Or 11 kids? 11 kids. Or no, 10 I mean, kids, there was, 3 adults. Well, there were some of them were Uncle Frank's kids. I think like half and half. I think there was like six McAllisters. Uh, Uncle Frank got booty? Did you see his wife? She Fox? Wolf. No. Oh, that's <laughs> a, that was something I was going to bring up. That part where he says, buzz your girlfriend, Wolf, and they show the picture of like a, what appears to be a fat girl. It was actually just buzz again, but they didn't want to. No, it wasn't. But It was a guy. Yeah. That they dre- it was one of the production assistants. Oh. And they dressed him up as a girl because I thought they originally the had insult. Yeah, yeah they, they originally had a not so attractive chick, and then they're like, "Yeah, let's not do that." Yeah, they're just like, "We can't make fun of a chick for being ugly and fat, so we'll just have a guy dressed well, we up." Can and it's like, but base it a whole movie so around. Yeah. yeah, we can base a whole movie around bad parents, <laughs> parents who don't listen to their kids, who encourage their bad behavior. I don't know if you want to say bad or rebellious behavior. So, you know, thinking about this, going on to part two, the parents still never knew what he did. They have How? no idea. for the best. They have no idea that Marv and Harry even <laughs> exist. They have no idea at the end of part two that their youngest son has had two encounters with two escaped felons trying to kill their son. The same one. As I, you do at that age. Hiya, pal. How do yeah? By how long were those movies apart? Maybe a year, maybe two years. Two years, ninety and ninety-two. And those two were fucking idiots. How did they get out of jail so easy? They broke out. Yeah, but the intelligence level it would take to break out of jail. Unless it's like idiocracy. Like I'm supposed to be checking out. Well, here's the thing too. Like there was a year or two years between them because Home Alone came out in 1990, which means it was probably filmed in 1989. 
Yeah. Home Alone 2 came out in 92, started. so it was probably filmed in 91. In Home Alone 2, there is a couple times where they say, this happened to us last year. But two years have gone by, so how is it last year? Maybe they're just terrible with, it's so tr- such a traumatizing event. They, they're they just like, it was last year, it felt like yesterday. But it's like Buzz aged like, 12 years like he had like a, a beard and a family part <laughs> did you <laughs> he's got the tattoos new? on his neck yeah. <laughs> you said you only watched like 10 minutes of the new home alone home sweet home alone yes you didn't see the part where they went to the hotel and then bill scarzard is the bellhop oh no that no you're fucking right. <laughs> it, it's yeah never mind <laughs> uh, it's like, there's only it, one real bellhop. Because it, it was Tim Curry. <laughs> I know. I know where he's going with that. Do you? I do. You uh, didn't seem angry enough. That's because I was ignoring it. <laughs> Can't do it's that. Because he's just going to keep bringing it up. It's words coming out of Justin's mouth. Where do we, when do we ever listen to it on these things? I can cut your mic at any time. <laughs> you, just, uh, you mess it up. You <laughs> cut my mic and then your phone would go, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> All right, so let's get to the point here where we um, talk about what we would change, if anything, about this movie. My main thing is just certain continuity things that we've already discussed earlier. Other than that, it's a very good, feel-good movie. It's strong, and the opening, the climax is awesome. The the finishing up, seeing the family kind of come together. <laughs> it is. Yeah, all over my chest. It warms <laughs> me up. The gook! Yeah. Say it, Justin. Are you ready for the gook? <laughs> Uh, Lonnie? Uh, you know, I love Catherine O'Hara. Don't get me wrong. But she seemed like the least caring mom. She just seemed frantic. Like, you think which, she just worries would, about what other people like, think about her? You would, you would be frantic at that point. But it didn't seem like any genuine concern. Yeah, it's like she doesn't want to be judged. She I, think, like I a, think they could have done a better than Catherine O'Hara. Who would you have cast? Winona Ryder. She would have been too young. I don't care. Put her in everything. She plays Winona Ryder's mom. Diane Keaton? Tony Collette? I see that. Diane Keaton, or would she have been too old in that time? No, I think she would have been 30s, 40s. It's not out of the realm of possibility. Bob Saget? (laughs) Demi Moore? Rosie Perez? Demi Moore, yeah, right. (laughs) Everybody would be focusing on her boobs. She popped out 11 kids. Wait, was that before or after Striptease? That would have been before. Way before, yeah. And Bruce Willis, her husband at the time, could have been Peter McAllister. (laughs) <laughs> do you, Justin, I, I don't know why I'm having you do this, but do your God honest best Bruce Willis impression right now. Uh, shit, I'm trying to think of something. Yippee ki yay, motherfucker. <laughs> that sounded more like Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Yippee ki yay. That's, yeah, that's more Keanu. Yeah, that's more Keanu. <laughs> the more you try, the more <laughs> Keanu comes out. Uh, Sing under the boardwalk. I'm like Neo. Under the boardwalk. I can't I'm think of how the, the words go now. Oh, man. Uh, Put me on the spot. I can't do it. Whoever played Claire Huxtable would have been a perfect uh, mom. What's yeah. the mom's name? Catherine O'Hara. No, 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 no. The yeah, character's, character's name. name. I can't even think of it right now. Mrs. Mrs. McAllister. Kate. Kate. Kate that's it. Okay. All right. Well, to me, I'm the same way. Like, I think it was just the um, inconsistencies. And, uh, but at the same time, I don't think they were really caring about that because if you if you try to make a movie, especially like that, a comedy family movie, if you try to make it realistic, then it takes away the fun out of it. It's yeah. a goofy, what? fun, cheese-filled yeah. movie that... You had two really good ones, and it created its own thing. Like, you love that whole Rude Goldberg trap building. That's what you came to see after the second one. You're like, oh, shit, like, I, you kind of want to see more. You kind of want to see how creative they can go with it, and... 
you can go kind of anywhere with it, but they locked it in at a house, at a hotel. They could have gone to amusement parks. They could have gone bigger and better museums. Home Alone 5, Lost in the Planetarium. Is that really what it is? Is that a real no, thing? No, we're oh, only a okay. four. Home Sweet Home Alone is four. Home Alone 4. No, I thought there was... There, I thought there were four home, home Alones. Mm, three. Okay, so Home Alone... I think there was, there was five, I want to say. Because there's thought, the one with the the kid. I think home Alone, Home Alone 2 in 92, Home Alone 3 in 97, Home Alone... Four with home the chick. Home Alone 2001. What about the one with the chick? There is no one with a chick. What's the one is, that... Is, there is no one with a chick. Is the 97 the one with Scarlett Johansson? The 97 one is with... She plays the sister of the boy that's left at home? Yes. Okay. You should know this. It's got James Sato in it. Who? You. You should know this. It's got James Sato in it. James Sato? Yeah, he's the Chinese mob boss. Oh. Sato. Oh, oh sorry. You, you I pro- pronounced it wrong. Yeah. yeah. He's like, how dare you make fun of you Sato? Sato and Sato. Say it from, with the bottom of your stomach. Oh, James Sato. Sato. There you go. That's how you, that's more pr- pronounceable. Uh, Mr. Uh, sorry. Yo, English good. Sorry. <laughs> All right, so yeah, that is our take on Home Alone there. Uh, Definitely, if you have not seen this movie, where have you been? You need to watch it. It's a good movie to watch with your family, by yourself, wherever, with strangers. You won't be disappointed, and you definitely have to watch the sequel, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Spoiler alert, he dies at the end. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, spoiler alert, the ship sinks. So uh, it was a ghost the whole time. See, Justin, you, that goes off, and you look at me because you feel so like, like you let us Cut down. Embarrassed. <laughs> so, did we decide which one of you's got the next one? I got the next one. All right, so Lonnie, what is our? And next I'm one done up? pussyfooting around. We've we've been doing this for over a year now. We're going in the 2022 strong, going in the roaring twenties, motherfuckers. We're doing the best horror movie ever made. We're doing Nightmare on Elm Street, 1984. Oh, shit. Huh. Nice. Is that a- Starring Robert England, Heather Langenkamp, written by Wes Craven, most important person in the movie, produced by uh, Robert Shea. Uh, you're Johnny Depp, dude. Most imp- <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> that's the sound uh, that's- of him. Coming out of the bed. All right. <laughs> Don't fall asleep. So we're going to be doing Nightmare on Elm Street for our next one, but also we want you to tune in because uh, our next episode is our regular podcast, the BPT. I don't even know what episode we are on. That'll be 34. 34. So that's going to be a banter type episode to close out the new year. So stay tuned for that. Listen to that. Like us on all the platforms that you can, the Boundless Pod Trap. You'll see our ugly mugs on the pictures to know it's us. So for Justin and Lonnie, buy I'm sh- Jeremy. Buy shit on Zazzle.com. I knew it was coming. <laughs> buy shit on Zazzle and we will, well, we wish you a safe and Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. The Holocaust was exaggerated. <laughs>